Welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, February the 10th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, my friends, I wish you God's life. I wish you God's beauty. I wish you God's goodness today. Thank you for being present with me, for uh, opening up this pod and taking the time to listen and open yourself to God's word, because that's really what we are doing here. For those new to this pod, welcome. My name is Joe Zenk. I do a weekly pod podcast. Try to download it, uh, or upload it. Excuse me, upload it every Friday morning, uh, usually uh, around oh seven seven thirty Central Time, in order to give you Friday and Saturday, even Sunday, if you need it, to look at the readings of that coming weekend ahead of time and just spend a little time with them. And whether you listen to it on the other side of those, what hey. Whenever works for you, bless you. I'm grateful that you are, are present with. With that, uh, what we're going to do, as, as pretty typical, we're going to look at the first reading for this coming weekend, which is the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. It's uh, out of the book of Sirach. It's Sirach chapter 15, verses 15 to 20. We'll use the typical, the New American translation, which is the one that you'll hear Uh, in the church services this weekend. Then we're going to have a longer gospel today. Again, we're going to continue. We're going to pick up exactly where we left off in Matthew's Sermon on the Mount. And today is longer. It's going to be 20 verses. So that's why I want to usher us into this right away. Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 37. Now, I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth. I just said I want to usher us into this quickly. But the truth is, I want us to sit and prepare ourselves. And if that means pausing for a moment, I invite you to do that. But just to open yourself to wherever this Word of God is going to take you, to to invite you, to uh, inspire you, because that's what the Word of God does. It's going to challenge us. It's going to make us new if we allow it to do so. And so, my friends, I invite you to open yourself and invite the Spirit of God rich as that spirit is, to dwell within us, okay? And what we're looking for is a word, a phrase, an idea, and allow the Spirit of God to speak to us through that word, through that phrase, through that idea. And with that, brothers and sisters, let us open ourselves to the Word of God. We're reading from the book of Sirach. If you choose... You can keep the commandments. They will save you. If you trust in God, you too shall live. God has set before you fire and water. To whichever you choose, stretch forth your hand. Before humanity are life and death, good and evil. Whichever they choose shall be given them. Immense is the wisdom of the Lord. God is mighty in power and all-seeing. The eyes of God are on those who fear him. God understands humanity's every deed. No one does no one does he command to act unjustly. To none does God give license to sin. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A word, a phrase, an idea. 
And when I read that, boy, one stood out to me because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really kind of sit with that. And that might be the, the whole point that I, I try to make here today. But I'm going to use the gospel to help with it too. So with that, my friends, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, You shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with their brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to their brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, You fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery, but I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna. It was also said, whoever divorces their wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, not by earth, for it is God's footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes be yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So that was a lot of gospel, and, and uh, we're going to get back to it. 
But let's start. I want us to swing back to Sirach, and I really want to focus on that first line. So often, brothers and sisters, you know, we're just getting settled in for the word. We've just done our opening prayer. We've sat. The, 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 those who are proclaiming the gospel, or excuse me, the, the readings to us at that, that day, we may not even be ready for them yet. And, and these jewels come at us right away in this first line, and it may just go right over the top of it. And, and so here's, if that was the case today, here is what that said to us. It says this, and I quote, If you choose, you can keep the commandments. They will save you. If you trust in God, you too shall live. God has set before you fire and water to whichever you choose. Stretch forth your hand. Really, isn't that it? I mean, isn't that essentially what the gospel is talking about too? If we choose to keep the commandments, they will save us. Two things that I want to talk about there. The first is that whole idea of choice, brothers and sisters. You know, we are made in the image and likeness of God. And, and what does that mean? Does that mean, of course, God is going to have skin? Does that mean God is going to have two legs and two arms and a torso? Does that, I mean, I, this is beyond my pay grade and, and I suspect beyond yours as well. But I, I think the bottom line is, I, I think being made in the image and likeness of God does not mean that, um, that God will look like us in how we are uh, put together. But I think rather it means we have been given that will to choose, in essence, uh, good or evil. That we have been made free uh, to do what what it is that we choose to follow, right? And, and I think Sirach is putting us right on the, uh, uh, on the knife's edge of that conversation and saying, listen, if you choose, you, you can keep the commandments. It's, it's merely a matter of us going forward. And I love that second part. Remember, there's two things here. One is that whole idea of choice, and two is that that choice can and will save us. Now, if, my friends, we look at the law, if we look at the commandments as being merely restrictive, um, oh my gosh, I think we're missing the beauty. And I think we're missing the, the depth which they invite us into. Now, on one, on one hand, of course, they are restrictive, right? You know, that um, uh, you, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, uh, honor your father and mother, keep holy the Sabbath. Uh, thou shalt not uh, covet, you know, whatever those things are. And, you know, but, w- but what we can do is if we simply put the Ten Commandments, and because remember, that's the heart of the law. It's not the fullness of the law, but it's the heart of the law. And that was given by Moses. And if we merely look at that and say, okay, today did I take God's name in vain? Nope, I didn't do that. Did I, um, you know, uh, bow before another, or, you know, make an idol of it? No, I didn't do that. Uh, did I take God's name in vain? Nope, didn't do that. Did I, did I uh, honor mom and dad? Sure, of course. I mean, we can almost do it like a checklist and say, okay, good. Nope, didn't, didn't steal, didn't commit adultery, didn't, you know, bear false witness. I'm good to go. Check that off my list. Let's go about my next task. And our heart stays far from God. And, and if anything, the gospel is bringing us back to that. In, in fact, that's the brilliance and beauty of the gospel, and I'll get there in a moment. But that whole idea 
is what Jesus, I, I believe, is, is inviting us into is no, no, brothers and sisters. It's not merely, okay, did I check that off and I get to keep my heart far from God and, and I can give my heart to whatever and whomever uh, is in front of me today and, and is occupying my attention. Because God wants all of our heart. And, and here's the beauty of it. And I'm going to use a quote from Ezekiel. This is a pretty famous one, and many of you, I'm sure, know it, but it's Ezekiel 36. And, and it says this um, in verses 25 and 26. God, now this is through Ezekiel, God says, I will sprinkle clean water over you to make you clean. From all your impurities and from all your idols, I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you so that you walk in my statutes, observe my ordinances, and keep them. Why do I bring that up? Because, my friends, I love that image that says what our God is inviting us to is to be faithful to who we are, is to be faithful to that conscience, that faithful, that inner voice, that every one of us carry within us, that spirit of God, that, that law that is within our hearts, that we don't need to go to an outer checklist to know what that law is. We know it. We carry it with us. And we have the choice, brothers and sisters, to stay true to ourselves. And in staying true to ourselves, of course, we stay, stay true to God. And the more we stay true to God, the more we stay, stay true to ourselves. I mean, we are bound up with one another in our baptism and in our yes. We are bound together. And to the extent that we keep our heart, um, you know, uh, just on a checklist mode and a minimalistic mode with whatever the law is, that that is something exterior to us, the more we keep our heart exterior to God, the more we keep our heart and our lives separate from God. And, and what our God desires is our heart to be fully immersed in the heart of God. Because the heart of God is fully immersed in us, in that law that knows right from wrong. He has given us, he's taken that heart of stone, and he's given us these hearts of flesh, these ones that know God's law because God's spirit resides within us. And the more we can be true to what that is, that law, that love, that God who is within, the more we are saved. It's not a question of the more we keep this checklist and the more God will like us and therefore we'll be saved and we'll go to heaven. Boy, my friends, that's an immature way to look at, 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 at spirituality. It's an immature way to look at religion. It's certainly an immature way to look at God. But the more we stay true to who God is and who we are, the more we are already saved because we are living that kingdom of God now. You know, I'm convinced when Jesus says, repent for the kingdom of, had, uh, the kingdom of God is at hand, or, you know, he invites us into that kingdom living, that's what he's talking about. Nothing more, nothing less. He's saying yes to who we are in our hearts. And that essentially is what Jesus is talking about, I think, again, in our gospel. And I'm going to end with this because I know we're almost at, uh, at our time limit. But Jesus is saying, listen, you've heard it said. Now, remember, in Matthew's gospel, Jesus is the new Moses, okay? That's why the Sermon is on the Mount. Why? Where did uh, Moses bring the Ten Commandments, the heart of the law, from? From on top of the, the mountain, right? 
And so Jesus goes up the mountain and he gives the law and he says, listen, you've heard it said you shall not kill. You've heard it said you shall not, you know, um, uh, commit adultery. You've heard he's giving all the law back to them and saying, you know, you've, you've heard these minimalistic things. He says, but I tell you, we can't even be angry. Um, I say to you, whoever is angry with their brother or sister will be liable to judgment. Whoever says to their brother or sister, Raka, I, I'm not even sure what that means, so I guess we're not going to say that to him. But I, I think we could substitute a whole lot of other curse words in there, right? Then we're answerable to, to judgment. And whoever says, you fool, oh my goodness, how often do we do that? That we're liable to fire again. Jesus is saying, listen, it's an affair of the heart. And if we are angry already, um, if we are, are lustful already, if we are... are um, trying to get around oaths or whatever other examples he uses here later on, then that law has become an external thing to us and not an internal one. I guess what I'll leave us with is this, my friends, and, and this is good for all of us. I know it's good for me, I guess is what I'm saying. We have the choice. God sets before us. Didn't Sirach say, I put before you fire and water, you know? Choose well. And, and the bottom line is, brothers and sisters, hey, one might think, well, I don't choose fire because that's going to burn you. Choose water, right? Because that refreshes. But on another, you know, level, fire warms us and is essential to who we are. And water, too much of it drowns us. There are moments when water is the correct choice. And there are moments when fire is the correct choice. And the other would absolutely be wrong. And our God trusts you and I with that choice. If we choose, we can keep the commandments. Why? Because those commandments are already within us. Because the law of our God, the Spirit of God, lives within us. Our God trusts us. God made us in God's very image. And one of those is the free will to choose. Let us Choose wisely and choose trusting that not only that spirit within, but trusting who we are in Christ and not try to separate ourselves from God by making any of this stuff external. Let's pray. And so, my friends, we begin as we begin all things in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first sorrowful mystery, the agony in the garden. Such a good thing to pray for because there's so much agony in our garden right now. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. May your weekend, your week ahead of you, be filled with every good joy, every good blessing. I'm grateful for your presence. Be well, and God's peace.